Hello and welcome back to another episode of Shamelessly Unapologetic with me, your host, Alana Pinsky. So this episode is unapologetically making my comeback. So what do I even mean by this? Uh, So let's see. If you don't know my story, you will know that 2020 was a very rough year for me. And basically, my life started to fall into utter shambles, probably towards the end of 2019 when I had gotten fired from my first startup company. And I never really recovered from that. And I thought 2020 was going to be the reset that I needed, and it wasn't. Shit got worse. So here we are five months or almost five months into 2021, and I feel like a lot has happened. I would say a lot has happened for the better. Towards the end of 2020, I was a hot mess. I had dealt with really bad anxiety. I was starting to have depression again my depression comes in waves and it's easier for me to shake off my depression but anxiety I can't shake that at all so for me I knew that I had to go to therapy to try to make myself better and then I had to stop therapy because I ended up moving to Oregon and so my counselor can no longer work with me because she was only licensed in the state of California. So we had to end our relationship. So let's talk about the start of my comeback. What does that even mean? So one of the first things that kind of started me making a comeback was more of like a personal thing for me, but I did put more focus on to my YouTube channel in 2020, which I feel like a lot of you who subscribe to me on YouTube probably know that 2020 was actually a pretty solid year um, for my YouTube channel, especially in terms of growth and engagement. I felt like I kind of hit the mark in 2020 with my channel, focusing more on San Francisco content, not so much on dating content, but still doing that kind of content once a month. And for me, when I was having all that free time from not having a job, I was able to just really put all my focus into my channel. And if I project it right, I will have around 970 subs by the end of April. And then I will officially hit 1,000 sometime next month, which I, y'all, I, I can't believe I am almost there. <sighs> I mean, I don't want to get too much into it because the thought of it's going to make me cry. (laughs) And I know that I'm going to cry when I hit that milestone. And I want to save my whole journey for that in a video when I hit that milestone. But other than that, that to me is a comeback status. When I had a channel that felt like it was failing, it wasn't going anywhere, And now it's finally going in the right direction and it's about to become another source of income for me soon. And what better way to have another source of income than to help me with my financial stability since we all know that I do not have 
a very good relationship with my bank account or my credit card accounts. But just so we're clear, YouTube was never ever about the money. I started my channel in 2017. It was a hobby. I thought my channel would never make money ever. I wasn't doing it for the money because if I was doing it for the money, y'all, I would have stopped doing it such a long time ago because I realized this isn't making me any money. I'm not going to make videos anymore because it's too much work and I don't want to put in the work, blah, blah, blah. Yeah, no, I would have stopped if money was the only motivation behind my channel. So just so we're clear, not doing the YouTube stuff for the money, but that doesn't mean I can't monetize my passion because I love making videos. I love that my videos help people. So that's that. That's the first thing. The second thing that kind of started my comeback, I think this one's kind of obvious, but getting a new full-time job. Um, Hello, let's talk about that. So also on my YouTube channel, I talked about why I had to leave San Francisco and how I decided to leave San Francisco on my own terms this time because I got a new job after searching for pretty much a whole year. 2020 was a terrible year to find a job as not a lot of companies were hiring. I experienced two layoffs in 2020. I was done. I was tired. I was living off unemployment. I was struggling to pay my debt. And I couldn't afford to live in the city anymore. There was just no way to get around paying rent. I was constantly overdrafting my bank account and I was really struggling. I was simply just in the worst place of my life. I felt like I was literally falling apart. And when I just came to the conclusion, look, I can't live in SF anymore. You need to live in SF if you have money because it's so expensive to live there. And so for me, I thought, where can I move to that is cheap or <laughs> cheaper than San Francisco? I still don't need a car. It's still on the West Coast. And it could potentially be a city that would make me happy. And that's how I came to the conclusion of possibly moving to Portland, Oregon. My goal originally was to move to Oregon with no job, live off my California unemployment, hope for the best, search for a remote job over there, and see what happens. And some crazy miracle happened where I was simply losing all hope after interviewing with five companies, getting rejected from all of them. Then another company comes around that I applied to and I moved forward in the interview process and then I got an offer a week before I was planning on moving to Oregon. So it felt like luck that I was moving to Oregon with a full-time job and I was going to be starting a new life in Oregon, paying cheaper rent with a very good salary that most people in Portland probably aren't making. If I want to be perfectly honest, Portland jobs don't pay very well. 
from what I've heard. So the fact that I am making a really good salary that is comfortable enough to live in Portland is a huge blessing and a privilege. And that's something that I want to acknowledge. I feel even privileged if I were to have that in SF. There are still people in SF that don't make the salary that I have. This is the highest paying job that I've got into this state. And I think it's still technically low for SF, but it's still doable. I just wouldn't be able to live on my own, but I could easily afford a room. So, yeah, that's basically kind of helped me take a little bit more control of my happiness. And the way that I had to get my butt to Oregon was a process. It was a hot mess in itself. It was very expensive. Finding housing out of state is hard. I resulted to Facebook groups and it was a mess. It felt like more people were looking for places to live than people were offering places to live. Apparently, Portland has a shortage of housing. Who knew? I didn't know that. I honestly didn't know anything about Portland. I had never been. So... Uh, that was a mess in itself. And then I dropped a lot of money to ship my stuff there. I basically had to pull out my 401k from my first company and then pull out money from my IRA that I use with Betterment to fund my move. I paid the tax penalty on it. I wasn't proud of it, but I had to do what I had to do to relocate myself to another city, yet another state. I was still grinding it out on OnlyFans at the time, so I made some money to help me with that, but it was only like $100 or so, so it really wasn't that much help, but it still counted for something. So once I was able to finalize all my finances, I secured my place in Portland, and when I discovered that I was getting a job after all, That is when my anxiety started to decrease a little bit. But that certainly didn't make it go away. I was still, I still struggle with anxiety and I am getting help for it, um, which I'll talk about in a little bit. So let's just kind of talk about the job and how everything's going with that. So I'm really enjoying my new job a lot. And while it is a startup, uh, there's always going to be some growing pains and frustrations that come with every startup, but it's not like any other company that I've worked for. And I'm really grateful that this company is different and I feel very valued and I feel like I'm actually making an impact at my company. I am a tech recruiter. I've said that on my YouTube channel before, so most people do know what I do, but if you don't watch me on YouTube and you've discovered me um, through uh, like Spotify or Apple, hi, welcome, happy to have you here, but I am a tech recruiter. And so I really enjoy talking to candidates and recruiting them and hopefully giving them the good news that they've gotten a new job and I do all the initial phone screens and I'm basically like the gatekeeper of a whole interview process but I really do enjoy what I do and I like what my company does I think we do something really cool it's very interesting and it's in a field that I'm still learning more about I will say I 
almost lost my job. <laughs> um, I will always have anxiety about whether or not I my job will keep me. Um, and that was a crazy story in itself. And I explained that story on my YouTube channel. But long story short, I uploaded a video of my day-to-day responsibilities being a tech recruiter working from home. And I got in trouble because there were some things that I kind of breached. And it wasn't with any malicious intent, but my boss did see the video. She knows I have a channel. She has no problem with me uploading videos, even the inappropriate dating videos. She has no issue with that. And to be fair, I really screwed up in the situation. She told me to take the video down and told me that something like this could not happen again. Otherwise, like, I would get fired. But thankfully, we worked out um, a solution where I could create another work from home video. I just had to follow certain guidelines. And she also said she was willing to watch the video before I uploaded to make sure that there isn't any um, breach of information and everything is confidential and everything is appropriate. She said she doesn't want to block my creativity So that's really great. So I have a really cool boss, just so we're clear. Um, I'm very happy with my company. So that um, was a big relief. But oh my gosh, did I like feel crappy after that meeting and it really triggered my anxiety. But I'm just very thankful that I still have my job and I've learned my lesson. So I've almost made it to three months into my company And that's that feels like a record for me, even though the company that fired me a couple years ago, I was there for almost a year. But still, after just like the trauma of not lasting at a job for a while in 2020 is still with me right now. So I'm still trying to just stay hopeful and positive. And I do think that I am making an impact on my company and I am doing good work and I do feel like I am succeeding. So that is a plus. And along with lasting in the company, that means I've gotten more paychecks. And so I'm slowly but surely getting my finances back on track. So what's an exciting thing to share with you guys is that at the end of this month, I'm going to officially be out of debt with one of my loans. And then next month, I will be um, debt free from another loan. And then the only thing that I really just have to focus from here on out is just all my ugly credit card debt that I have. So I'll be paying that throughout the summer and pretty much throughout the rest of the year and maybe a little bit into 2022. But 2022, I should be debt free which is exciting, unless if some other bullshit happens. But right now, that is my focus, to just crunch through the loans that I won't have to rely on anymore. And it will just open the door back up for me to just focus on paying off two different credit cards and having more flexibility with my money. And I can also start saving Y'all know that I want a new camera really badly. Or maybe some of you don't know, but I made a vision board video. And on that vision board for 2021 is that I wanted to get a new camera. So I hope to get that camera sometime over this summer. That is what it's looking like for me. So I have other things that I need to prioritize at this moment. But a camera is still a priority for me. And I'm excited to start saving for that. So... Yeah, I'm, I'm really excited. I'm really I'm smiling as I'm recording this episode just because 
it just feels really good. I've, I've worked really hard and oh God, I'm getting emotional. Um, but I, I've just, I've worked really hard to stay on track with my debt goals. It's a really big win for me. Um, I, I, I've never known what financial stability has felt like. I've never known what financial comfort has felt like. And I feel like I'm starting to get there. And I can't wait to know that feeling of what having money and not overdrafting your bank account is going to feel like. It's just going to be just a really nice feeling. Sorry for crying. Oh, gosh. It just... It's been it's been a lot, guys. I mean, yes, I know I did this to myself, but I had to do what I had to do to get by. And unfortunately, that was a situation I had to put myself through and I'm paying for it right now. That's life, but I'm excited to get through it. Um, and I'm just staying hopeful and positive and that's the best that I can do. Um, so on top of that, um, one thing that is stressing me out other than debt is the fact that I have to move again. And the reason I'm moving again, I'm still staying in Portland, but earlier this month, I got a notice from my landlord. I'm renting a house from him. And he said at the end of May, he is going to be selling the house. And that means... I can't live there anymore after May. So I basically had to look for a new place to live. And I decided I'm not playing the find new roommates game anymore because I'm making more money and Portland is a cheaper place to live in. I can actually afford to live on my own. And that's exactly what I set myself out to do when it came to looking for a new place to live. So... There was this apartment complex that I had been eyeballing for a while and I scheduled a tour and I immediately applied after I scheduled a tour and I got approved for it later that day and I paid the deposit a few days later. Now it's mine and I'm moving in Memorial Day weekend and it's a studio. It's a penthouse studio. I'm so excited guys. It's got a lot of natural light and it has space where it won't be like the bedroom in the kitchen. It's got a cool little nook, which is technically where you could do the bedroom. But because it's like right in front of the kitchen, I'm going to make that my living room. And then the part where all the natural light is, that's where my bedroom area is going to be. I, I can't wait to have natural light because as much as I love this cute little house that I'm living in, I don't get any natural light in my room and having a well-lit room is very important to me. So I really need that because it really boosts my mood. It makes me feel a lot better. So I'm really excited to have a place of my own and to just have natural light again. I miss that about my old SF apartment where I had so much natural light in my room and it just felt like I was in peace when I was in my room because of all the light. Anyway, so that's a very exciting announcement that I also get to accomplish with my vision board is getting my first studio. 
Uh, what else has been helping me my comeback? Okay, so this is going to sound super funny, but y'all, I've had sex more than I ever did um, in the total of the past two years. So 2019, I had sex with one guy one time. 2020, I had sex with one guy one time. 2021, I've had sex with one guy at least five or six times. Uh, we're no longer speaking. That little fling is over. But hey, that's a win for me because sex boosts my mood and that makes me feel a lot better. Um, I will say it was not that hard to snag a guy the moment I got here. I had a really hard time dating in San Francisco. I personally didn't find a lot of the guys to be attractive or the ones that were attractive didn't exactly have the best personalities. A lot of them didn't really turn into hookup situations like I wanted them to. Um, but with the guy that I was seeing for around like a month and or so, um, that's a story for another time. I'm not really ready to talk about it. It's still kind of fresh. But just know that like I'm fine. I'm glad it's done. Um, you know, he served a little purpose in my life and that was just to get some sex pretty much. Uh, but I'll, I'll talk more about that on my channel and it won't be for a while. So that's a little fun update. <laughs> Let's see what else. So I think another thing for me um, that's been helping me with this comeback of mine is that I'm back in therapy. And I've also started taking anxiety medication. So I haven't taken any kind of medication for my anxiety since college. And I stopped taking my medication because I had really bad side effects. And I just stopped my medication without telling my doctor about it. And that's a really bad idea. But at the same time, when I was like 20, 21 years old, I didn't know how to like communicate to my doctor that this isn't working. It's making me have bad chest pains. And oh, by the way, I threw up from it once and I passed out in the library. Yep, that's a crazy story. Um, I didn't know how to communicate that. I guess I was too scared or anxious to tell the doctor about it. So I just stopped. And I definitely was not my best self once I got off those medications. But I think the dosage just could have been wrong. And also, when you mix two different medications together, it's not going to exactly produce a great result. But I am taking a different kind of medication now. I'm not taking another medication on top of that. And I've only been on it for a week. So it probably will be another week or two before I see more results with my anxiety going down and having it be a lot more calm and I'm not going to be feeling as anxious. That's going to be a great feeling to not feel super anxious all the time. Um, another thing that I'm still working on is bettering my relationship with food. And I've been struggling with that for a really long time but it's getting a little bit better and I am still trying to work out and eat as best as I can um I think right now my goal is just to just try to keep building muscle that's been a process for me as building muscle has been very hard for me I don't know if it's a genetic thing or maybe I'm still not eating enough I don't know but it's a process I can only lift so much weight I'm not as strong as I'd like to be, so it's a process. I hope that I get to compete sometime this year. We'll see. It's really just up to my coach. She just wants to see me build, 
And that's just what we're going to focus on. So if it means that I don't get to compete this year, I don't get to compete this year. I would rather enjoy life and have more flexibility in my diet while still making gains and putting all that food to good use. So that's fine by me. But I would like to go back on stage one more time because I am excited to do a prep with my coach and we'll we'll see what happens. Other than that, it just feels like I'm slowly taking the reins back with my life and it just feels amazing to have control over my life again and I'm still manifesting so many more good things to come for the rest of my 2021. I hope that I can have another update um, for you on how the rest of my year is going. I think it would make more sense to maybe do it um, towards the end of the year so we can do a recap. I kind of wish I had done this episode maybe more in June as like the halfway point of 2021. But you know what? Not a big deal. I wanted to give an update because I just feel like almost five months in and I just feel like I'm doing a lot better than I was a year ago. Um, so I'm excited to see what's to come. Guys, if you liked this episode, um, I really hope you can also rate my podcast in the Apple Store. Uh, make sure you give it five stars. Leave me some feedback. Um, other, that really helps a lot if you leave a review. Other than that, if you have a shameless, unapologetic experience you'd like to share, or maybe you want to be on the podcast, please email the podcast at shamelesslyunapologeticpodcast at gmail.com. And don't forget to follow the account on Instagram at shamelesslyunapologetic. And with that, I will see you next week with a brand new episode. Bye.